just before we start the show, I want to take an opportunity to invite you to join me for the Podfluence Weekly Newsletter, which is available both on LinkedIn and through the official newsletter channel. Now, if you are on LinkedIn and it's easier for you to follow there, then please just click on the link in the show notes, which will take you straight to Podfluence on LinkedIn, where you can subscribe for free and get weekly updates on Podfluence articles as well as episodes. If you would like to subscribe to the full newsletter where you'll get additional materials and, as my little incentive to you, my pre-podcast guest checklist for you to use when you're appearing on podcast shows so that you can be fully prepared every single time, then please click the link to the official newsletter in the show notes. Hope to see you there. Let's get on with the show. Welcome to Podfluence. As a podcast host, I see two main approaches for guests who want to come and be on my show. And one gets results, the other not so much. So which one are you using, if any at all? Welcome to Podfluence, the podcast for business coaches and professional speakers who want to build audience and authority through podcasts. Here's your host, international coach and speaker, John Ball. When I first thought of doing a series of the seven deadly sins of podcasting, the response that I got from people I pitched it to was that I should definitely do this. So I started doing it in the newsletter and now I'm bringing it to you in the podcast as well. And continuing with this theme of the seven deadly sins, but not without me first establishing a few caveats here. I'm not at all religious and I don't believe in the concept of sin. I just find that this is a really useful, commonly shared reference. Most people have heard of the seven deadly sins, even if they don't know what they are or what they're supposed to be. I am in no way the authority in podcasting, so you're going to get my take and you're welcome to disagree or create your own seven deadly sins of podcasting if you would like to, especially if you disagree. I'd love to hear it. What would be your seven deadly sins of podcasting? I kicked off the series with gluttony, self-indulgence at number one. And to be clear, the list is in the order that I thought of them, and it's really not ranked in importance or anything like that. So let me introduce the list so far. Number one was gluttony or self-indulgence. And you can go back and listen to my episode about self-indulgent podcast guests just a few episodes ago. Number two then is selfishness. Three to seven still to be announced. So number two is selfishness. The world is full of selfish people. That's a fact. So why would podcasting be any different? Well, in my experience, it mostly is a little different because the vast majority of people I encounter in podcasting are in it to help others, whether that's by educating or entertaining or a little of both. Because of this, it really stands out when people enter the space with their own personal agenda as their priority. I've written in my blog before now about being transactional rather than being service-minded. Now, whilst there may be a level of transactionality, if that's a real word, in most of our interactions, we also want that service piece to be there as well. And if we think people are really just out for their own benefit or for what they can get out of it, we don't really lie that we tend to feel like we might be getting used. So like many other podcast hosts, I receive guest applications for my show every single week, often every single day. And the majority of them are the same. They're from a personal assistant or a podcast promotion company, and they want to tell me why I should have their 
client, their person on my show, what it is that they talk about, what they've achieved and how many people follow them and so on. There's never any mention of me on my show, except for the occasional generic comment, which is designed to appeal to my ego. Something like, oh, hey, we listen to your show and it's really great. And we think our guests would like to be on it. But I'm sure if you push them for anything specific on it, they wouldn't be able to tell you a thing. In the vast majority of cases, I'm not interested, but I'm also very English, so I reply politely. I'm dubious about saying yes if the person actually does look like a good fit because most of the time they have no idea who I am or what my show is about or what I'm looking for in a guest. They see how podcast appearances are working to help others grow their personal brand and get to be known as experts, and they want some of that. They go for quantity over quality and often end up appearing on shitty podcasts, of which there are plenty, and sorry, not sorry. My question to myself becomes, why would I want a guest on my show who doesn't even know who I am, has never heard of my show, and is pretty much out to serve their own agenda, and not that of me or my audience? Is that good for my show or my audience? Probably not. For me, they would have to offer something pretty spectacular for me to want to consider them, so usually I decline. I'm not saying that this strategy can't work, but if you're playing the numbers game with this, I know you're already not being very strategic because the only way going on loads of podcasts, where many of them only have like 20 or 30 listeners, the only way that helps you is getting more experience of going on podcasts. And may be useful for some of your early podcast appearances, but it's not a good use of your precious time in general. All that time you save paying someone else to get you on podcasts can get wasted by you appearing on shows that hardly anyone ever listens to and that the hosts don't even really know how to promote. Now, I fully maintain that appearing on podcasts is only going to help you grow your business and brand if you show up well and that does mean being discerning about the shows that you appear on too. I'm not suggesting you should never appear on shows with small audiences. I think everyone has to start somewhere. But if you're saying yes to everyone, then probably most of your appearances will go unnoticed. If you want to be a guest on shows that are likely to have a greater impact on growing your authority, then this approach will not get you very far. Established podcasters know the difference between somebody who is genuinely interested in being on their show and someone who is just trying to become, I don't know, pod famous, if that's a, a real term. Is that a term already? I don't know. Can I coin it? Can you, did you hear it here first? Copyright by John Alexander Ball. There we go. It's mine. So with experience comes discernment. There are many people I would have once upon a time said yes to being on my show, and now I wouldn't. I'm selfish on behalf of my audience, on behalf of you. I'm here to serve you and give you what you want, not to let some rando come and be a guest on my podcast. If I'm ever on the fence, my pre-interview requirement usually helps me to make up my mind. Now, it's not infallible, but it is fairly helpful. My advice is generally this, to drop the selfish and self-serving approach and genuinely look for ways to serve the shows you want to appear on. Be discerning and don't skip small or new shows if you like them or if you feel that there's a good fit there or if it's somebody who you just want to help out. You can keep going with the high volume approach if you like 
But really, what's the use of going on loads of podcasts if no one wants to listen to your episodes on any of them? Almost like doing high volume and sales calls. If your calls suck or you aren't compelling or you're calling people who were never going to be interested in what you're selling, you're not going to sell much, if anything at all. I will add that podcasting has done more for helping me to create a wonderful network of amazing people than any of my actual attempts at networking. I've even been fortunate enough to make some wonderful friends through it, and that has happened by looking for ways to connect and serve rather than seeing what I can get from everyone. Relationships are key, and they will serve you in the long term. Something I was once told by a relationship coach is that one of the best determinants of whether a relationship will last or not is the flow of kindness and generosity between the people in that relationship. And this is something that I believe not only to be true for my close, intimate relationships, but for all of my relationships with people. Do stay tuned in for episodes three to seven on the seven deadly sins of podcasts coming soon-ish. My next episode is going to be with somebody who works in a very similar area to me. He's also helping people to become excellent podcast guests, and he really understands the value, the opportunity that exists in podcasting at the moment. His name is Jason Sircone. Jason has a great podcast himself. If you haven't already checked him out before, we had a really fun conversation. We connected very well. The relationship stuff was really there, and I think that came through in our conversation. So that is something you can look forward to on next week's show. And then we'll be continuing with the seven deadly sins of podcasting with number three after that. Are you already subscribed to the Podfluence podcast? If not, hopefully you have your device in your hand right now. All you need to do if you're on Apple Podcasts, click that plus button and it will add the show into your favorites and will automatically update episodes so you'll get them as soon as they drop. And if you want more of this kind of information or you'd like to jump ahead and find out what some of the upcoming seven deadly sins of podcasting are, then do subscribe to the Podfluencer Weekly newsletter. You can subscribe through LinkedIn, Medium or through my own website. You'll find links in the show notes here as well. I do hope you'll join me for my next episode with Jason Sarkone. And wherever you're going, whatever you're doing, have an amazing rest of your day. Go and make great things happen.